boys in the freaking house. What is up, man? Hey, man. Uh, not a lot. Thank you for having me. <laughs> of course. This is so dope. Like, I, I, <laughs> I wasn't paying attention when you got in the room because I was watching. You do videos that are so fun where you're like, oh, I'm making making action figure tea or action. No. <laughs> so. Like, yeah. Thanks. I mean. Let's start there. Like, is that, do you just do those videos? Cause you do boil and pop. That's what that is, right? Yeah. And that's also how I get the, uh, like clay to harden on whenever I sculpt on to, to figures, the already existing figures. Yeah. Okay. And then, so I struggle with boil and pop. I've gotten to the point where I've like burnt my hand or like I've broken <laughs> figures still. And so it's yeah. a bummer. It, it is a bummer. Yeah. I, sometimes I leave it in too long and the peg starts to like deform as it pulls out of the body and shit. It's mistakes are quite frustrating, but you always learn a little something from it. So I'm glad you said that. I can't tell you how many like Ewok figures I've ruined. Oh, mm. countless. Cause it's like, you pull just a little too hard and it's just hardened enough. So it like breaks yeah. and you're like, okay, well sucks. to suck. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I usually have to scroll eBay for a for a second one. Whenever I break it, I go buy it. I have to go buy one or two of the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. I wish that they would like Kenner would put out a video where it's like, "Hey, this is how you disassemble our figures." <laughs> so helpful. That would be very helpful. I, you know, really, any anybody could do it. Anybody who fucking knows how. <laughs> that is. What's well, the secret? It's that weird glue that like holds or like holds the body together. Mm -hmm. And that I can't tell you, like, even on cutting the side, how many times I've ruined a figure just from that because it's all yeah. Yeah. And then you like, even if you were to mold it, it'll never look right. It'll never look right. No, you get it. You get it, man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So let's start. So this is Toys on Tap. I interviewed toy artists. Tones up, you, I mean, so what's crazy is you came out, like, I don't remember when you started, I started probably after you, how long have you been doing this? I, I started kind of like kit bashing crap uh, in 2017, like the fall of 2017. So, you know, three, three years and a few months, I guess. Okay. So you've Four been years. in it for a while. Yeah. So for I've, a little while. Yeah. I've only been in it for a year. And so I like. Nine. I grasp from all these places, but you've done pieces that immediately caught my eye and I never knew oh, yeah. it was you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and so I was like, oh my gosh, it's like the Chia Pet ones. Oh yeah, yeah those are fun. <laughs> oh, they were the funniest figures I've ever seen in my life. Hey, thanks man, that's that's awesome. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how old you are, but I grew up watching those stupid infomercials. And oh so, yeah. Yeah, and so seeing that figure, it was like, Oh, this is dope. Yeah. It's uh, that good old dose of no- nostalgia, you know, the black head on the Chewbacca and the brown arms. It just, it looks just like one. It's fun. Yeah. It, it was so good. Okay. So you started like 2017-ish. What got you going into bootlegging or art toys or whatever you want to call it? Uh, well, I, I started Tone Zone Toys, the Instagram, just uh, so that I could look at action figures and toys and uh in that kind of first few months of using the app or whatever i uh uh just happened across 
somebody who made like a rainbow chrome Boba Fett on like a Japanese card back resealable clamshell. And I was like, that is the most amazing shit I've ever seen. And as I was looking at it, I thought, I bet I could, I bet I could do that. <laughs> and I've never, ever made anything maybe that pro. I'm not necessarily like a professional, but, um, you know, I, I, I did, I, I can do it. I fucking do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. I, which is like that's how I feel like we all start, right? Like, yeah, man, for sure. You look at something and you're like, I, I can do that. That's something I can do. I could probably do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I joke around with a lot of toy makers because I always start with, like, I saw uh, the box of garbage that Suck Lord puts out every year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and immediately I looked at that and I was like, I could do that. Well, yeah, it's just a box of trash, bro. Anyone? Can yeah. Do that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So that got you started. And did you, when you first started, were you doing more kit bashing? Were you doing more, did you start immediately molding? What was that process like? Uh, so my, my first figure was a kit bash. I took a couple of, a bunch of robot pieces and made like a little knockoff of the, uh, oh, what's his name? The lost in space, like danger. Will Robinson robot mm -hmm. guy. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. I used parts of 21B from the Star Wars Kenner line, you know, little medical droid guy. Uh, but I also did just like single casts unarticulated of like Polish bootlegs of Star Wars characters, you know, like yep. uh, just the solid state dudes. And that was fun. I just wanted to try glitter and color. And I bought the most expensive shit I could find by accident and just decided <laughs> to roll with it. So I wasted a ton of money, learned a lot. It was a it was a very steep hill to climb. <laughs> yeah, I, and what's crazy is like when people talk about like, oh, is this lucrative? It's not really a lucrative business that we're in. No, it's, not really. Yeah, like even when I talked to Dove over at DKE, he for sure is loved like, Yeah, he's like, oh, it's when we do a DKE con, it's like shit prices, and it's like. We, we, cause we do consignment and he tells me like, and so it's like, man, is he trying to talk me out of doing toys? Like, does he not want me to do <laughs> toys? <laughs> He's a realist for sure. Yeah. And so it's cool to like, to be able to tell people like, no, this isn't a lucrative business at all for no. me, but it's something I love doing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, yeah. yeah. It's about the art. Really. I do it for myself. You know, I'm, I'm glad other people like it, but it is really just about doing it. I usually try to design something that I would want on my wall. Yeah. Like I, for sure. yeah. Cause if I wouldn't want it on my wall, then for sure no one else is going to want it on their wall. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's like, I, I mean, there might be some weird people out there that have some junk on their wall. Like I was <laughs> designing my first character and it was, uh, do you remember that SeaWorld mess that was happening where it was like a, a yeah. Ada trainer or something? Yeah, yeah. So the figure was a like an orca with just an arm with blood on it. <laughs> that's it, that's good. And it wasn't a fully designed thing. It was just the news article on the front, and it was like just so like awfully made. And so yeah. it's like, oh, I'll take it. It's amazing. Yeah, putting it on the article is a nice touch. That that is cool. And it will. It's like I now looking back, I would design it so differently, right? Like I would put different. Yeah next to it but oh, yeah and i've and i've talked to the person i was like hey let me redesign that i'll do it all for free you can have it back when i'm done 
and they, they made for sure like no you can't have it back i, I love the way it is <laughs> that's awesome man <laughs> it's junk it's dude it's such junk but it was like before i was designing the backs and all kinds of stuff uh yeah okay so dke you've been to the actual convention yes yeah, my girlfriend and I took a little vacay, a uh, little fall vacay to New York to go. Uh, so, yeah, I, you know, attended the 2019 New York Comic Con. It was dope. It was yeah. huge. So, yeah. I saw, like, I, of course, before these interviews, I got to do some Insta-stalking. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Those, like, C-3PO and R2-D2 mm. buttheads are so sick. Hey, thanks, man. That's awesome. <laughs> and then to scroll back and they sold out. Oh, big. Yeah, I I couldn't I couldn't believe it, really. I, some just dumbass from Oklahoma makes some that a bunch of people really liked. It, it felt very special. I was humbled for sure. It was yeah. awesome. How many did you make in that run? So it was 20 pieces, which is 40 figures. That was the biggest pain in the ass. It, I was just busting my ass to do so many because I kind of like finalized the design right as it was like available to send to him to get ready for promos and stuff. So I only had like oh, just like a week or two maybe to just every night just busting them out. Yeah. So yeah, he we uh, I he called me the other day and we were talking about uh the things that are coming up this year, like the DKE on mm. and, um, and then there, I don't remember fully what the other show, it has like a theme to it. Like the, I don't remember what the show is called. Yeah. I don't either, but I, I know the show you're talking about. I, okay. I have a hard time keeping up with that. Even though I want to be like ready for all of them. I never am. I'm like, I forgot yeah. this was happening, whatever. Yeah. And so like, as we're talking on the phone, he's like, Hey, like and he rattles off like all this information and in my head, I don't even have the toy or the design of whatever I want to do. And I'm still like, <laughs> yeah. yep, I'll be there. Yep, I'll do it. <laughs> it's like, oh, did I just like shoot myself in the foot right now? Oh, so, man, yeah. Overpromise, underdeliver. <laughs> yeah, which I, which I love. That's why I love my name, Yucko Toys. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Yuck Toys, bro. Yeah, man, that's, that's cool. Do yeah. you produce a, what? It, so when you produce your toys or art toy, what do you? Let's talk about that. What do you call them? Alternative toy, art toy, bootlegs. Where where are you at in this whole soup? Uh, I call them toys uh, casually, but whenever somebody asks me like what I do at like an artist meetup or whatever, I say I'm an action figure artist because of making art and the medium is the action figure. So it's yeah. kind of like easier to say but i don't call them oh this is my action figure art it's a toy whatever like the beavis and butthead can they take them out of that or are they they're stuck in there right uh it is it, it is a in a resealable blister uh but they are not articulated so you could put them among like a diorama or something uh yeah. but but yeah they're not any good for posing really they're just yeah. cool looking <laughs> i which is crazy like people it's always hard to describe what i do with people yeah yeah it is understand that because mm -hmm. you can't just say like oh i do art because they're like oh you're an artist like what do you paint like why yeah exactly yeah i understand why painting is the go-to like if art can be anything why do you ask what do i paint <laughs> yeah it's not paint at all well actually i paint action figures all the yeah. fucking time <laughs> what do you yeah. paint uh toys that's what i paint yeah which is dope. Okay, so when you produce these art toys, when you produce uh, these art action figures, 
are you more towards the you like doing a run of something a one-off where do you fit in that whole mess that's a great question i whenever i first started i looked at it from a money perspective because i i was pursuing a degree in accounting at a college here in town mm -hmm. so i was like kind of using this as an experiment to work on like my business model so that maybe i could start a successful business in the future as i build on my knowledge and then i kind of just decided that this was gonna be my business and i'm never gonna actually live on it you know so yeah. but anyway so i did think like here's how the costs uh, like are attributed to each individual figure and stuff. And I worked at it from like a numbers perspective. Uh, and then the art suffered a bit. So I kind of dove more into the art and worry about the numbers later. So I, I was doing runs of 10, 15, whatever. That became tiresome, like probably right after New York Comic Con of 2019. And then I decided to do one-offs of found figures and stuff like that to just create and not worry about so much of that. So both, I guess. I do like both uh, approaches, I guess. Yeah. And then do you, so you used to use the term that I love, the found figures. So one of my favorite mm. things is yeah. to design something and then throw a figure in there that fits, but it's not something I made. And Yeah, dude. Yeah. I think that people, this is a real honest thing. I've gotten shit on before because they're like oh that's not your figure and it's like that that wasn't the point like the point yeah it's my figure the point is that i've designed a whole thing now yeah and so i don't know you know that uh that is interesting i i don't know where i heard this but i heard a phrase that was something like um like whenever you see art, uh, I'm going to say this really poorly so you can edit out of the podcast if you want. But like if somebody sees art and they say like, well, I could do that, then the artist would say, then why the fuck didn't you do it? You know, well, like I'm going to I have a vision of putting something I found to something I designed or another relevant piece of pop culture. Like, who the fuck are you to say that? You know, I, I did it. I did it. So sit on it, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like one of my favorite <laughs> pieces uh, that I've designed was uh, I took old Pocahontas figures and threw them into like the the shittiness of current teams in the U.S. that still use Native Americans as yeah um, and I threw it in there designed it and someone for sure was like oh is this like your own cast it like why would you use someone else's and it's like <laughs> you don't understand like this was like you okay you do it then if you're gonna ask me then design it for me show me how you would do it yeah yeah not everything has to be a, an original sculpted figure i mean that's it's art dude yeah <laughs> that's why like i don't know i mean you've seen death by toys and like the stuff that yeah guys and then uh oh yeah there's a couple others uh there's one a guy in sweden i can't remember his name right off the top of my head but he does like he has a figure called thin red line and it's thin like, red line yeah, so it's from the war movie, but it's a blister, and it just has a thin red line across it. <laughs> that's so, awesome. It's so good, and it sells out constantly. Yeah, that's awesome. Very literal. <laughs> yeah, and like I, I love that stuff. I've done. I mean, those types of figures are so fun. But then it's like, I get where you're where you're coming from. Like those need to be put in place to like keep that creative juice flowing. Yeah. So what do you, what is something that you're like looking forward to now? Are you doing conventions? Where are you headed this year? Um, I, 
I'm probably not going to visit any conventions, but I would very much like to. I the follow up for uh, But Two D Two and uh, Beave Three PO is is coming up this year. Yeah, uh, so I'll have a, I'll have a follow up to that, and I'm I'm working on a a figure right now that's um uh like Link basically from Legend of Zelda, you know, like a bootleg Link figure uh, that's going to be articulated with a bunch of weapons and stuff like that. So. I'm kind of like trying to branch out into different uh, types of resin and stuff. So I don't know if I'm going to be doing too much of the convention circuit. I'm really going to be trying to like grow as an artist with and do cooler shit this year. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. let's like one of the things that I have found myself trapped in is that I just want to get in stores or I want to get into conventions and do all that. Mm-hmm. But then like you don't push yourself for growth as much because you're trying to push out all these figures yeah. And so what does that look like for you? What's this process of growth? I mean, it's got to be a lot of trial and error, right? Uh, yes. Although uh, I do a lot of research. I'm a very like knowledge heavy person. Like before I approach something, I want to at least have an educated failure. I don't want to go in and be just like totally blind to what could go wrong, you know? Yeah. So usually I just scour as much as I can, like about sculpting or about how to take action figures apart, how to build a pressure pot. I mean, anything, I just dive into a subject. And so uh, growth to me, I don't even remember what the question was, but uh, I, there's some stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's tough. I think like you answered the question even without not knowing it. Cause it's like, there's this, there's this idea, I think with what we do that you just kind of got to, you're trying to find your niche and what you do in this like relatively new art form. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I can't tell you how many molds I've burned through how much plastic resin I I'm just throwing away. Cause I'm just God, yeah. it out. Yeah. It's, it's a pollutant for sure. <laughs> yeah. Which is <clears throat> what's cool though, is like these things, it's a business, right? So you're trying to figure out your own thing. Sure. Uh, one of my buddies is a, a CFO and he's like, Hey, let me, let me get you set up so that you can do a business and you can take a loss on your taxes for, I don't know, three years before they question you. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to need longer than three years before like taking a loss just for three years. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just like trying to figure that out and trying to figure out uh, what that looks like. So it's just been an exciting journey, but so, when you design a figure, let's say, let's say we, I order a figure from you. What is, do you design packaging? Do you, what do you talk about or what do you look at for like the pack packaging experience? Uh, all that Hmm. kind of stuff. Uh, that's a great question. I do design every single little bit of it, unless I'm like, I made a, an action figure on like a, the cover of a vintage sci-fi novel that I really like recently. So I didn't like design that necessarily, but I do all the designing and, I usually uh, find uh, I usually have the packaging in mind right alongside creating the figure. Like if I'm gonna bootleg like a Ninja Turtle, I already immediately I have to think how am I going to sell it? Like what's that gonna look like? So I have two approaches usually. I uh, I have a variety of resealable clamshells I've found like on the internet and stuff. There's a website called like eclamshell.com or .net I can't remember okay. but they they have they're they're like a retail clamshell provider for like I don't know if you're going to make like 
bait for fishing or something, you can find a little bubble that has the right sealable clampy thing. So I found some on there that are like uh, perfect for action figures, namely the series, the 500 series of clamshells has a lot of options. So we should get that message out there for other toy makers. Yeah. Holy shit. You just <clears throat> drop in a piece of gold and then brushing right over it is that's tough. <laughs> well, I found someone who's using the exact same stuff that I'm using and I asked them where, to, where I could find it. And they basically told me to kick rocks. And I, uh, I didn't really like that, but I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus. That's actually happened to me a few times. I'm sure it happens to everybody sometimes, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I just, I don't believe in gatekeeping at all. Like I found this out. This is going to make it better for you. Let's see what you can do. So show me what you can do. Okay. So let's, Okay, you're you were touching on a little bit of a, a different topic. So oh, sorry. <laughs> no, that's good. No, because I I want to follow this topic because I, I okay. think that I see this kind of stuff constantly in uh the bootleg toy world alternative toy, whatever you want to call it. Um yeah. there's been this like graciousness. So when I first started, I reached out to Suck Lord and I was like, hey, I in my na naivety, I was like, hey, how do you print on the cardboard when you do the cardboard back? You asked Sucklord that fucking question. <laughs> exactly. And he was like, hey, idiot, like I don't print on those. And he gave me his process. He's like, this is how I do it. Wow. And I was like, okay, sick. So now I know how to start this process. But yeah, sure. I, I went straight to the top. <laughs> it's like, how do you do this? That's um, awesome. That He's got he's got to be a sweetheart. Yeah. So I think that he plays that part of being this like abusive type person, but he definitely is super sweet because he well, like, he helped me in that. But then you're right. There are people that I have asked that I've like I've dealt with that are just kind of shit on me because they're like, oh, I had to figure it out. So you need to go figure it out. Yeah. OK, boomer. What is yeah. this? It's 2021. Exactly. Which is like. That is a frustrating thing. And believe me, I will figure it out. But now I'm now you're an enemy, which was a problem. <laughs> like, I don't I don't like that mentality. Yeah. And so uh, with all that, I mean, like, how so how do you feel with it? What are you willing to do? How are you willing to work with people? Um, do you go to people for questions? All that kind of stuff. I occasionally will throw out a little Q&A because, uh, you know, I. I, I'm not, you know, Healy made or has no talent or somebody who's just crazy, insanely talented and resourceful. Uh, but I, I am an open book for other people. I mean, if, if anybody wants to rap about the toy making process, I'm always down. Uh, and people do reach out to me with either tons of questions or just a few. And you, if somebody is polite when they approach me and just nice, then that's great. I'm happy to discuss it with you. I have had a couple people just pester me about questions and then they just like ghost me after I tell them exactly what they want to know. Like a fucking thank you would be nice, I guess, but yeah. you're welcome. So, uh, you know, but I am, I am an open book. I like the toy community and I, I want to help others too, of course. Yeah. I think, you know, there are people in the toy community that are, um, I'm, have you seen the name crumbs blunt anywhere? <laughs> no, but I love that name. Yeah. <laughs> So he, he's a toy collector, but he has such a passion for toys and like what we do. So he organizes these like 
Zoom calls and all kinds of stuff of like, oh, what do you think of packaging? Do you think it's art or a toy? And it's like all these artists wow. come together. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, that is cool. I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you a message right after this. Of oh, like, okay. Yeah, what are you doing and everything? If I get that uh, plastic company in return, I mean, holy <laughs> moly. Um, but it and so it's cool that he does that. But you'll notice that certain people will probably never be a part of that. Right, like there's people in the toy community yeah. that we know that will never be in that group because they yeah. have no interest in doing that. Yeah, and that's cool too. Yeah, which is a bummer. But like, yeah, I when I didn't know how to mold correctly, or when I first started, like I went to Dollar Slice and was like, "Hey, like I don't know what I'm doing," and he was like, "Oh, go get a pressure pot. Here's a list of the things you need. Build it this way, and then it's done." Nice. And, yeah. So it's like those are the people that are like fueling me. And so now whenever I encounter someone that's kind of a dick, I get so frustrated. Yep. So that's where that's at. Um, so when <laughs> you uh, design a figure, you're like inspired, you, you have this idea in mind, where's that come from? Is it something that you just randomly see on a shelf? You're like, Oh, I can do that. Or how, where does that all start? I guess mostly they start out as sort of like a high idea you know what i mean just okay. like <laughs> kind of just like if 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 i think of something that makes me laugh i i usually try to create it like the beavis and butthead c3po r2d2 like i i it just popped into my head one day it made me laugh and i thought maybe it'll make others laugh too love that so usually usually they're all kind of that sometimes I forge ideas out of like necessity too. I mean, like last minute preparation for decon, DKE con or something like that. Uh, so sometimes I force myself to like produce something that I think people will buy or like, uh, which some, sometimes you got to do that. Is your, so are there, here's a, a different kind of question, I guess. When you've been inspired, are there things that you have wanted to make but you just, you've like shelved them because it's so much work or you just don't know how to get there? Yes, I've been sitting on, I've crafted a really good uh, Darth Jar Jar Binks, like a Sith Lord Jar Jar Binks that, because uh, that shit is funny. That's yeah. just funny. So um, I I got it ready and it was like one of the first things I kitbashed, but I never made molds of it or anything. And uh, I uh, somebody else came out with like, a pretty good Darth Jar Jar using like a Kylo Ren body or something. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I really liked it, but then I realized like, okay, if I release this right now, it's going to be, it's just too soon. Yeah. So I, I do still plan on releasing it. You know, one time Dove talked a little bit about like, you know, artists who may make the same thing either by knowing or not knowing. And he said something that kind of inspired me. He said, you know, like that's, it's fine to summarize what he said and that, you know, like sometimes somebody may even make something better and that pushes the art even further. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it is okay for like, if uh, somebody wanted to do something that I made and improve on it somehow, I guess I would be okay with that. At first I'd be like, what the fuck? Then I'd be like, actually, this is tight. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a guy named uh, Ben Gore. I don't know if you know the name. I don't remember what his actual name is. Maybe that is his actual name, but he designed these like, these carded figures and in it was a bear that's like painted a certain way like a random cartoon bear 
and I couldn't, I was designing, I had a giant bear and I spray painted it to look like Winnie the Pooh. Nice. And I, and I was like, oh, this is sick. And I posted about it and he sent me a message. He was like, hey, just so you know, like a year ago, I produced something that was like this and it's a little one and it's carded. And it was a cool experience because I was like, oh, hey, no big deal. I won't sell it. I'll, I'll let this one go and just no big deal. And then he was like, but here are the bears I didn't create. And then he gave me a list and I was like, what the hell, man? Thank you. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And so it's like, I, I love that idea because there are ideas that I have that I, I see happening. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I could have done that. But yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know that I could add to it. I think I would only subtract to it if it's done super well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm not going to try and like, bootleg uh phantom star killer and try and pass it off like i like i did it or something yeah or like you know who's crazy rainbow yawn it, like his work is just so good yeah i love that guy <laughs> yeah and so it's like i wouldn't like anything that is skeletor that type of body or whatever is yeah. limits to me now because that's insane like i'm not going to produce something that good he, he does it up big time he he's a we've a talked quite a bit actually he's he's a hoot man yeah and so and he's like he's another guy that we like the when you first start he's one of the people that you're like oh i want to be like that and then he'll tell you how he does it and you're like okay yeah that's sick yeah that's it it's informative i, I do just want to say one thing though there are a lot of phantom star killer bootlegs and i love all of them that was yeah. just an example i plucked from thin air and then i was thinking about it and was like actually they're all fucking amazing but yeah anyway just want to yeah. clear that up i do love phantom <laughs> star killer and bootlegs so you're gonna get a message later that's like i heard <laughs> what the fuck man <laughs> yeah but i think what you're getting at is so true though like when someone does it so well if you can't beat that or if you can't add to the art it's tough to even want to produce it and no one will probably want to you have to kind of think of the market too like if yeah. somebody already did it pretty good you might not sell that many. Yeah. And so I Maybe stay not. like, I try to keep an eye on like the big ones and what they're producing. Cause it's like, I, those are all now off limits to me. Cause I will never keep up and no one will want mine. Yeah. Like, is it his name? Ahimo? Is that his name? Yeah. I, I always read it. I don't know how to, how to say it, but uh, well, very, very talented. Yeah. He does all those uh, Ninja Turtle ones. Right. Yeah. And it's like, Ninja Turtles have now been taken off my radar forever until he stops because those are just so good. Like I'm not at that um, point yet. Yeah, but dude, bootlegging the turds is so fun. I mean, you gotta do it. <laughs> I just haven't, I've been so nervous to do it because it like I just want like the I never wanted the shell or anything, but how the arms articulate, like how they yeah, have very cool. Yeah. So I think like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. And so to have a figure that you're like, oh, it has four things of articulation just in the arms. Like that's a cool. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty so good. Yeah. That's where I'm headed. Like, but I, those things, I don't know. I always get so bummed out when I see an idea that I had done so well. And I'm like, well, shit. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I need to get off my ass then and do that. But some of these guys are doing it full time. Do you do, you don't do this full time, right? No, I have a, I have a, a different, an actual like a full-time 
jobby job or whatever. Yeah. So uh, I, I do it on the weekends and I, I take breaks too. Sometimes I get uh, burnt out or need space to, you know, kind of like figure out the rest of other parts of my life. You know, I'm, I also uh, restore a couple of vintage Volkswagen cars. So I spend okay. a lot of money on, I spend more money and time on those than I do on this usually. All right. Okay. So that's a, what's crazy is both of your hobbies are so much of like working and like working with your hands and either it's like little or it's really big for the car. Yeah. Yeah. Can't get away from that. No, but I love working with my hands, man. It's awesome. So are you a collector? I see stuff on the background. Um, Oh yeah. A little bit. Also a collector. Like, do you collect bootlegs and stuff or do you only collect Kenner, like, what's that look like for you? Uh, I started collecting pretty much just the original line of like Ninja Turtles, like '88 to '94 or whatever it was. Uh, and of course, uh, both. Uh, okay. I have a bunch of loose, and I I've sold off a lot of my package collection because uh, we moved into a house, and I, I don't have a lot of space for storage mm-hmm. or to hang them. And I I sold some ones I could live without. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and I. I collect uh, Power of the Force, Star Wars from the 90s, uh, and of course, uh, the vintage Star Wars line. I mean, everybody should have a couple of those at least, so I have a bunch of those too. Okay, so when you see, are there pieces, like I, I'm not really a collector. I, mm-hmm. it's, it's generally like, oh, if I see that and I want it on my shelf, I'll do that, but I don't collect toys. I never have. I get so nervous. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, like I... Have you seen the show Hoarders? Yeah. Yeah, I have an inner thing that's like, if I'm not using something, I get so nervous that I'm going to become a hoarder. So I'm like, I can't do that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I know it's not hoarding. I do have a couple pieces. Um, artists have done trades or something. Are there artists out there that you're like, man, that was that would be a dope addition to what I do or what I collect? Yeah, I have, uh, I have a fairly large... Uh, resin artist slash bootlegger collection too actually it's it's about half the size of my regular action figure collection so i am a pretty big fan of buying other people's shit too okay i like that's always the bummer right like you make money from yours and then you spend it on other people's yeah well i spend all the money that i make from toys on making more toys for myself and then i spend half my fucking paycheck on other people's toys (laughs) (laughs) an exaggeration of course yeah and then trying to tell your like significant other you're like hey this is something i enjoy doing i know it might seem expensive chill out (laughs) uh luckily uh my girlfriend is she loves it she's a collector too she collects rocks and others other things like that we have a bunch of cool gems and shit too so okay she 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 understands yeah yeah love that i always want to close off every episode with like you plugging everything like where can we find you are you in any shops are you going to be at the next like you going to send figures to the next convention uh if they want to buy a piece where do they go like all those so this whole last bit's just you telling us where we go for you (laughs) okay uh so my my name is just Tone Zone Toys on everything. Instagram, probably Facebook. Uh, store Envy is where you can buy all of my figures. Uh, and my Store Envy has links to uh, all my other sites. So really just uh, Tone Zone Toys on Store Envy is where you can find everything. Love that. 
Love that. And then if we, so this is always the thing. If someone sees a work that you've done, should they feel like nervous reaching out to you? Are you quick to reply? How's that work? Uh, I usually am fairly quick to reply and uh, they're welcome to reach out to me, of course. And uh, I do love it whenever I see uh, people post my shit in their collections and stuff. So feel free to post and tag me too.